You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Glass Cannon Network is that the best fans in the nation are in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> it's a fact. It is a fact. <laughs> and although the entire city of Seattle has the charm of a truck stop bathroom, <laughs> I appreciate that you folks took a night off from being a barista or a longboard fisherman, whatever the fuck you do out there. To show up for us, I mean that. Sure, walking around your filthy metropolis feels like you're constantly strolling down a haunted alleyway, but with all sincerity, I want to thank you on behalf of the team from the bottom of my heart for dodging meth heads like an NFL running back to get here tonight. We appreciate that. That is hard work. <laughs> I really, honestly, no joke, looked down an alley today and didn't walk down it because I was afraid. <laughs> like, I saw, like, two people near a dumpster just kind of, like, doing something, and I was like, I'll take the next street. You lived in New York at one We point. are from New like, York. You are embarrassing us. It is what are different. you talking about? Here, it's like a constant Oklahoma drill. Uh, <laughs> Google that if you don't know what that means. It's very funny. Um, no, but listen, I... I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm looking on the bright side, and so I'm looking on the bright side tonight. At least we're not in Portland. Am I right? <laughs> that place is terrible. Hey, who is from Portland that's here and drove up? Yes! Thank you for hey. making the drive. Well, they, they cheered the loudest hating Portland. They know. I know. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> We are We're so glad you escaped your city. You're safe now. Yeah. <laughs> now he That's took a raft it. for a long time. <laughs> no, um, we are uh, we are once again sold out tonight. Two years in a row, sold out. Thank you, Seattle. Thank you. Thank you, Seattle. Thank you, Triple Door. And we are, of course, once again, graced by the presence of our good friend, a man who loves Seattle so much he can't wait to get the fuck out. <laughs> Give it up for Pi. Paizo's own Eric Moda! Yeah, 
his friends call him, right, at the office? That's not what my friends call him. Black Snake Moan is what they call him. Probably is now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> that should stick. Uh, Eric, how the hell are you, buddy? You're packing, you're leaving. I'm doing great, yeah. I'm leaving. Sorry, I'm leaving Seattle. I know. Sorry. I want a fucking house and you can't buy one here, so. Yeah. Bye! Uh, but it's been a good 24 years and it's. I'm here another couple months, but this is a nice entry to the end game here. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. And where are yeah. you moving again? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Where I, where I came from originally all those long years ago. So what I'm hearing is if we do another show in Minneapolis. Party at Mona's house yeah. and you're all in. He already said he was going to do it. There's a so phrase no over. one could ever say until now. I have a fucking house. So yeah. come over. Yeah. <laughs> we can hang out in his basement. He's going to have a basement. <laughs> well, and a, and a second. You're going to have three living rooms? I do. Well, I don't mean to brag, but... <laughs> Uh, Joe and, and Sydney and Kate and I got in yesterday and uh, like the losers that we are, we went straight to a gaming cafe and played board games for about six hours. It was awesome. Just crushing rain ears. What the hell are they called? Rain ears? No. Rain, oh, the beers? Yeah. Yeah, rain ears. They're awesome. Yeah. Drank about a hundred of those. That was a good time. In fact, if the audience is cool with it, I would just like to play Wingspan this evening instead of Pathfinder. <laughs> we played a thrilling Wingspan. game of Wingspan. I think we can role play Wingspan <laughs> for two and a half hours. Get that nut hatch away from me! <laughs> Let's get to the bant. This is a this is a good bant topic. I think I have tonight. Oh, here we go. They've been hot. All year, but this is a real good one. This one's gonna make you think, Kate. I don't have thoughts. Well, <laughs> once that fizzy drink gets Dear to your head, you will. All right. Let's say you had a time machine and you could only use it twice once to go somewhere and once to come back. Would you go to the past or would you go to the future? I'll be waiting upstairs for your answer. <laughs> Playing wingspan. Uh, Skid, I feel like you've thought about this, considered it. Hell, maybe even used a time machine. <laughs> where, where would you go? Past, future, and where? I feel like I've talked about this, but I would take all of my synthetic rubies. Right. Uh, and, uh, there you go. And a bunch of, like, Butterfinger BBs and uh, cookies and cream ice cream and a cooler and go back to Rome circa about like 65 AD and uh, just have a good time. Just blow their minds. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a villa you know, with the rubies and uh, just really enjoy my, my time. What about you, Sydney? <laughs> and what candies would you bring with you? Oh. Uh, I'm pegging you for a future. You know, speaking of candy, though, it makes me think of, like, traveling back in time and giving a pilgrim, like, a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> That's what I, I'm saying. I think about that all life. the time. Oh, my. You think about that all the time? Their yeah. heads would explode. You think like, what? I, I'm, I seriously think about this, like, three or four times a week. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, man, like, someone in the classical world, like, could taste this fucking whatchamacallit, they would go, they would lose their fucking yeah. minds. But my fear, here's my fear, because of that, I have the same thought too. If I go back in time, I'm gonna be a witch. 
if I go into the future, probably going to be a witch somehow. Like, something's going to get... So I don't think it's appealing to me for, like, me, for my life. But I think I would love to just go really far into the future just to see. Like, I don't know if I would do anything. I don't want to have, like, a weird butterfly effect thing happen to me and uh-huh. ruin my life. I know it's the past, but... Uh, I think I would just well, like to- Jack Vance far or like I don't see I think I would like scrape the keyboard and hit enter and just oh, see what happens okay. yeah that's a good way to approach it and then I'd come back yeah if you only got one shot why not close your eyes and see yeah. it <laughs> just like randomly and then I'd come back and I'd be like you guys wouldn't believe what I saw and then they'd be like you're a what witch. year were you in that's I don't know I don't yeah, know I don't know I don't know where I was or they when don't I don't have years anymore <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd go in the future. Uh, Eric, what about you? I think I'm going to pick the past because I know that it exists. Mm. Yeah. And uh, that'd be a tough comeback from, like, the void. You know? And so uh, I'm going to go with the past. I think because I collect books, I'd go to the bookstore, the magazine rack. I'd be like, I'll have the lot. Put it in a bag. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll just come right back home and read pulps for the next, until I get another time machine. And then I'll go to the next month. To get the second part of all the stories. Yeah. That's deep, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kate, where are you going? Uh, time is a flat circle. Here we go. Someone, <laughs> someone always tries to break the question. What will hap- what happened before will happen again. Who gives a shit? Uh, who wants my time machine ticket? I'm gonna stay here. And not give a shit. Uh, I'll <laughs> take so it for the second month of those stories. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to him so we can get his subscription. Give us the air. Yeah. All right, one pass. Pass. And you, Joe? Uh, I think I think similarly to to Mona uh, or Moan. Black Skull. Wait, do you like the band White Snake? White Snake Moan. I do is like a cool Snake. Yeah, yeah, he does like White Snake yeah. a lot. I'm gonna get you a T-shirt that says White Snake Moan. <laughs> I like it. He's got the long hair. I just, uh, I, I, you, know, you could be a surpri- obviously very surprised by the past, mm-hmm. but that it is some to some degree unknown quantity. Like you, you know, whereas the future. I mean, you could be, you could never come back very easily. So, yeah. He said we could come back. Well, well yeah, but you're coming back. But you don't answer. know what the physical rules of physics may have changed. Yeah. That's what you never know. I mean, unless you go like a year and a half in the future. I don't know why you'd do that, but a year and a half what? in the future. What a dumb idea. Can you imagine being in like 20, used it for? being like 2019 and going like a year and a half into the future? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Time is a flat circle. Don't do it. <laughs> the correct answer was go into the far future until you could get multiple time machines and travel at your you. So sorry, zero points to both teams, and that's our show this evening. You know, I actually thought about that, and then I thought, that's dumb, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> because it is very stupid. It's you like know? asking a genie for... Multiple. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's also like, how do you know when there's more time machines? You only get to pick one time. You don't know. Just go really far. Yeah, but yeah. ask the Morlocks. Just go really far and ask the Morlocks. That Have you guys scary. invented genies yet? Is <laughs> that like a bunch of genies, please? I think we've learned a lot about each other this evening. And uh, now we're going to play some Pathfinder. Everybody listen to the L.A. show from two nights ago. Thank 
God, this will make this easier. This is the only show that requires homework. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other show, live show, that needs people to do that. Um, significant others, hang on, because this is a doozy. Uh, Joe, give me some dulcet recap music tones. Dulcet recap tones? Maybe a little dark. This is a big, big app, and I'd be lying if I didn't say one of the reasons that we stopped doing Twitch every week about a month ago is I wanted to time everything up perfectly with tonight's show in Seattle in front of this crowd. So, so just like I say to them backstage, don't disappoint me! Can I hear that music? We're bringing in the dark stuff. There it is. Ready? close your eyes and see what happens. Touch the person next to you in a sensual way. Really get into it. I do. I do have some new drops, by the way, because I know. I know you've been annoyed with the old ones. I do have some new ones, though. I love the old ones. Either way. Just over one year ago, right here at the Triple Door in Seattle, we began book three of the strange Aeon's Adventure Path. We also began the conversion from Pathfinder 1st Edition to Pathfinder 2nd Edition, a decision that, to this day, has been universally loved by the fans. <laughs> universally. It's the best part. Loved and lauded. We began book three right here, and book three has been about two things, essentially. There's a lot else going on, but there's two main things. One, finding out what Count Hazerton Lyles IV is up to, and finding out why he entered the dimension of dreams and spoke to the enigmatic Dreamlands figure known as the Mad Poet. I'm very proud of you for not whispering to Sydney. <laughs> Three sentences in. If you're just joining us for the first time tonight, or if you're not caught up, Skid's character, Aldo, Joe's character, Atticus, and Eric Mona's character, Furble Hoss, a.k.a. Tiny Murder Clown. They all used to work for the Count. They were his thugs, his henchmen, but they have no memory of this. Something happened to their memories, and they were left by the Count to rot in an insane asylum. Well, they're out of the asylum, and they've been hot on the trail of the Count, who is traveling far away to the south in search of dangerous, eldritch knowledge. You've discovered that this search brought the Count into the dreamlands where he traveled all over gathering gifts that he could present to someone known as the Mad Poet. I will kill you. Is he serious right now? Does he all have to pee? I'm taking the chair. Kate, come sit by me. Come sit by me. Sit over there. This is great. This is off, this is off to a great start already. Poor... <laughs> a lot of buttons over here. <laughs> <laughs> he does this on purpose. Uh, all right, so the Count went into the Dreamlands, found all these gifts to give to the Mad Poet. The meeting between... <laughs> Great, 
Now we're not allowed to sit together. Great. Teacher's mad. Hey, Kate, what are you doing behind me? You drew attention to my exit. <laughs> you thought you no, have known. You thought no one was going to notice. I just had to get a cup, and no one cares about the recap, so I thought that was the best time to go do it. so much time writing them. It's Mr. DM, hilarious. Mr. DM, I'm so sorry for the interruption. Please continue about Hazerton Lows. First of all, it's a GM, not a DM. Thank you, Troy. Thank you. Fuck. Which you don't if you ever open the Pathfinder for a rulebook. Busted. Busted. Touche. I mean, I can get you one. Hey, Eric, I've been asking for a pocket edition. I would love pocket edition. We'll talk after the show. Thank you, Eric. Thanks, Eric. So, the Count found all these gifts so that he could meet the Yellow King. Well, you did the same thing. You traveled the Dreamlands, you found these gifts, hoping that you could meet the Yellow King. Uh, Excuse me, the uh, Mad Poet. You got me all fucked up now! Oh, fuck. What I forgot to say was that when Laos met the Mad Poet, the meeting was so powerful, the Mad Poet shared with him such crazy knowledge, a piece of Laos' mind broke off and stayed on in the dreamlands. And that piece refers to himself as the Yellow King. You met the Yellow King. He tells you, go get these gifts, I'll take you to the Mad Poet. So, you got the gifts, you come back, and he says, come with me! Let's go meet the Mad Poet. So you travel for hours across the sands of the Dreamlands Desert until you come to a large dune that obscures the view from beyond. Matt, the uh, Yellow King says, I can travel with you no further, but beyond that dune lies the Mad Poet's oasis. So you crest the dune, and couched between a valley of similar dunes is a small glistening pool, a large tree, and a small wooden hut. As you come into the valley, your eyes are drawn towards the large, lumpy fruits that hang from the tree. But as you get closer, you realize those aren't fruits. They're heads. Not only heads, but the heads of every single one of your traveling companions since this adventure began. The tree comes to life and attacks you, stupefying some of you with its aromatic smells and blasting others of you with the knowledge this tree has gathered throughout its lifetime, bombarding you with mental damage. Even as you defeat the tree, it lets out a psychic blast of mental energy that leaves almost all of you on the brink of death. Ethel Merman, played by Matthew Capitacasa, who poorly planned a vacation. That technically he didn't need to fly out to until at least tomorrow. He fell, went straight to dying too, while the rest of you, except for Suki, were all knocked prone with a handful of hit points left. But then two things happen. One, Ethel's body begins to convulse like being shaken by invisible hands until it phases right out of existence and a second body takes its place. A body that is apparently doing the shaking. This is, of course, Tiny Murder Clown. The second thing that happens is that the door to the small wooden hut opens and a man steps out carrying a large tome under one arm. And that's where we begin tonight's show. 
See how it sets the tone, Marika? See how they're listening to everything you say? could set a tone in about 60 seconds. You don't need nine minutes. To I have to tell it to you guys because you don't think about this show between sessions. <laughs> I don't remember what happened in L.A. You think this is all some big game? Yes. It's a game. It's a it's game. It's a game. It's, a it's literally game. a game. You think this is all some fantasy game? <laughs> For a moment, let me take you back to the material plane. Back to the Selen River and back to the Selen Starling, the boat that all of you are traveling on and the boat where all of your bodies still lay in an unconscious state while your minds are projected into the dreamlands. You've always assumed that from your research, when you die in the dreamlands, you don't really die. You wake up back in the real world, touched by a madness. However, you've learned as of late that there are those whose powers defy the rules and natural ways of the dreamlands, those like the mad poet, and that should you die at his hands or at the hands of creatures as powerful as he, it could very well be final. There is no waking up. Well, see, we imagine the boat sails into view. We haven't seen this boat in a while. We've been on the moon. We see the captain, little halfling by the name of Skywind Freeling, come up on deck, smell the river air. She walks over to the side of the boat and looks down at the calm river. Maybe the old couple, Revan and Gossa, who double-teamed Sir Julie. <laughs> right before her untimely death. Were the incidents related? We'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) Threw her off her game. (laughs) She was mocked. Uh, They come up to the captain. They're like, pardon me, captain. Do you know uh, how how long it will be until we reach Casimir? I recognize the the edge of the Vedaran forest here. I feel as if we are are close. Yes? And Skywind says, I say we're maybe about a week out. Maybe less. We've been making good time as of late, thanks to clear skies like today. As long as nothing slows us down, our journey should be over soon. All of you are, of course, traveling to Casimir as well. But as she says that, a couple of the crew are like struggling with a fishing net, trying to pull it up, and another crew member comes over, maybe Spitty Pow, grabs it, and just pulling, trying to get this thing up. Finally, they get it up and nestled between a mound of beluga and sturgeon. (laughs) There's a small gnome dressed in a multicolored ghillie suit. (laughs) He says. Now, when last we saw a tiny murder clown, he he jumped off the boat uh, at a dock and, and, and ran into a town he recognized. I believe it was Zur, the yes. Razmiran city of Zur. He was like, I recognize something here. He, and he ran off. But somehow here he is, caught conveniently <laughs> in the fishing net at the Selen Starling. <laughs> the captain comes over as they're dislodging you from the net. What the fuck are you doing here, you tiny weirdo? <laughs> Hi! It's me again! So good to see you! I was in Zur for quite some 
but they don't appreciate quality humor. So they rather impolitely asked me to leave. So I thought, where am I welcome? Why, it's with my old friends above the, the, the selling starling. <laughs> so I traveled to the river, and I went down river where I thought you would be, and I waited, and I counted ships. One, two, three. There were like 500 ships. <laughs> and then finally, I, I saw upon the ship the well-known silhouettes of your crew. I saw Figures O'Toole. <laughs> I saw Fatty Kreminger. <laughs> I saw Dinky Fustable. <laughs> and a bunch of other people. And I said, there's my friends. So I jumped in the water and I swam. But the boat goes a lot faster than I can swim, so I've been swimming for two days. But I'm here, and I didn't drown. And I hope my friends are still aboard. Are they here? You remember my friends, like Sir Julie? Is Sir Julie here? Uh, oh, sadly, no, sir. Sir Julie has fallen. Sir Julie fell off the boat? Did you did you scoop no, her back up? No, no, she, she died fighting a dragon, fighting to save the lives of your other friends. Oh, no, that's terrible. Yes. I wish I could have been there. Yes, perhaps. She had the most delicious-looking soul, and I wanted to consume it. <laughs> that's a very, very uncomfortable thing to say. <laughs> that's what they told me in Zur. <laughs> Well, for some reason, the gods have seen it fit to save you, and um, the rest of your friends, along with some uh, new traveling companions, I don't believe you met. They're, they're downstairs doing their creepy dream did, stuff. Did you say new people? Yes, they are traveling with. I'm trying to think since, sir, they've taken on three <gasps> new members. Meeting new people is what I do sixth best. <laughs> Well, they're in their trance-like state downstairs. You can go check and see if they're done. And then just stay down there, maybe. If I remember correctly, and I think I do, you make everyone uncomfortable. Right down there is where you need to go. Right down there? Yes. Okay. I'm going now. See ya. Sure you don't want to see a trick? That guy's weird. Okay, fine. Bye. Bye. I go downstairs. Tiny Murder Clown, you head downstairs. Clump, 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 clump. Lying on the floor of the cabin are your old friends, Aldo and Atticus, and three people you don't recognize. There's a man and two women. One of the women is an elf. The other has an open mouth on her neck. She's snoring. I just want it to be, not be canon that the neck mouth snores. And it has bad breath at night. <laughs> a night guard that it wears. <laughs> it's like a retainer. Um, that's canon. You go into the room and you, your eyes are drawn to the man that you don't recognize. And when you see this uh, hunk of beef sitting on the floor, there's this moment where your old habits and desires kick in because you have this ability to, to 
see through this man's body straight to his soul, a soul that's full of sadness and, and hate and lust, all the things you love. <laughs> and all you want to do is reach into his chest and steal his tortured soul. So you do. You grab him and start shaking his body with your rapid, like, flurry of blows, just punching him, trying to reach through his uh, chest cavity to tug as at his soul. And then when you do, suddenly your hands start to go through him and then start to go through the floor as well. Oh, no. And then it goes all the way until you start feeling something hot in your hands and you lift your hands up and just see sand falling through your fingertips. What the hell hot is this? Hot sand. Your hands start burning up. Your body starts burning up. No. And as you pull both hands out and sand falls down, you look up and you realize you are no longer on that boat pummeling a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> You are in a desert oasis, surrounded by all of the people you saw sleeping, except for that man whose soul you tried to steal. I hate the dreamlands. (laughs) Uh, So all my old friends, well, two of my old friends are there, and then two strangers. Mm Mm-hmm. And, this, and my character looks like a giant fire woman right now, just so you know. That's what does right. that mean? It's it's a giant giant fire elemental. fire elemental. And we saw Ethel like just disappear, and this murder clown just show up. Like that's what we see. Yeah, it looked like a puppet was like you know, pulling his body. With my like ribbon-clad yellow, orange, and red uniform, I look like a fire elemental too. <laughs> what the hell is that? Where did Ethel go? Who are you? Where did Ethel go? Are you guys awake? Oh, shy. I'm your, I'm your old friend, uh, Tiny Murder. Well, you call me Tiny Murder Clown. My name is Furble Huss, but I kind of prefer Tiny Murder Clown. Hi, I'm Tiny Murder Clown. And uh, Al goes, no. oh, no. My old friend, Al No. I miss you most of all. No. Wait, you know this person? No, yes, I do. And I would rather face a forest full of those fucking trees than this one fucking clown. Well, no one likes right now. Why would we fight? We're best friends. I, I am a... Well, yes, so I'm a huge friend. Wait, I thought Thank your you. best friend was it's dead. It's so good to see you. What? I thought his best friend was dead. Well, he must have thought I was dead because I went to Zer. You're the best friend. I hope so. Oh, so see, I didn't kill your best friend. Yeah. He's oh, right I'm here. I Money the issue and stop talking to him. You'll regret it in the future. What? <laughs> I'm tiny murder clown. Hey, Hi. and I reach out my chicken hand, and you don't flinch. No, it's cool. You have a chicken hand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I also and, and a mouth in your neck. I also have um. And she pulls out egg. I have a puppet. <gasps> you can probably tell it has a soul in it. Oh. That I put. I put in it because. The witch Baba Yaga thing. What? What, you like my doll? I I my doll. Love your doll. Yeah. A lot of people don't appreciate a good puppet. I know. You know who appreciates it least of all? The people of Zur. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I've never been there. What's your name again? Eris. Eris. I'm, my name's Furble Haas. Hi, Furble. Hi. Atticus, as you watch this menagerie of fools, uh, <laughs> introduce each other. 
Well, I mean, not only has his brain just been shredded to pieces by this tree to the point where he is at four hit points. Oh. Yeah. Mm, tasty. As much as you can be near near death. And there's just blood seeping from his ears. <laughs> yeah. And, he's, and like, he blinks and he sees tiny murder cloud. <laughs> and he's like, and like, he's just like chatting with Eris like they're on a first date. Yeah. And the most scariest, the most terrifying entity known in our existence is like strolling toward him. Yeah. Slowly in the background and he's like, oh, this is happening! So yeah, he's freaking out. Okay, yeah. so Suki comes out of elemental form, uh, spirals down, lands, and she's like, okay, okay, who's, who's hurt? Atticus, come here. Aljo, come here. Eris, what the fuck is that? Is that happening? a friend. Come over here, come over here. Come, come, oh, come, come with friend. you. Yeah, I'm a friend. Come, 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 come. How, how did you get here? Oh, I was on the Are ship. you with him? And he's pointing at this man that's like walking slowly across. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this guy. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> As you all stand there, chatting, <laughs> this man opens the door, comes out. He has a thick toe under one arm. As I said, he has dark skin. He's wearing robes befitting someone who would live this far out in the desert. His shoes curl up into points. He has a huge red sash around his waist held together by a giant brooch. And he has a turban on his head. Let's go to the map and check this dude out. Oh boy. Oh, I have been looking for this. Oh my god. Oh my god. Dead. <laughs> oh, he looks nice. Yeah. He comes out holding that book. You have every reason to believe that this is the mad poet. You learned not long ago when you were coming back on a flying dinosaur from the moon. <laughs> you had a long time to talk, and you, you learned from the Yellow King that the mad poet was originally a human man named Abdul Alhazred, who, not unlike Laos, went searching for dark truths, dark truths which he eventually found and was driven insane. He then penned a book called the Kitab al-Azif, later renamed the Necronomicon. But as Abdul's insanity grew, so did his power, and his powers allowed him to travel far beyond his home planet of Earth. What a big Earth fan. This is why we don't choose to go to the future. Maybe we'll meet this guy. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) Travel beyond Earth and into the dreamlands. While in the dreamlands, he met Nearlathotep, who revealed to him... Azathoth, the outer god, and the power of those two encounters created a being who would live on in the dreamlands, reincarnated throughout time as a powerful reflection of Alhazred, known as the Mad Poet. He comes out holding his book, and he doesn't acknowledge you. Even at first, he's just 
maybe walking over to a small potted plant beside his door and begins tending to it. You are, as you mentioned, on the brink of death. It seems like you have a second to yourselves. What, if anything, do you do? Uh, well, Suki is calling everybody over. Um, she realizes Ethel isn't there and is a little confused about that, but she is also not doing great on hit points, um, and she's going to have everybody huddle up and hold hands. Everyone hold hands. Oh, Eldo here. I don't want to hold his hands. I'll hold your hands. We have to. It's been in river water. They're no longer coated in blood. This is the fucking thing. It's like you've had the worst day of your life, and you're about to die, and then out of the distance, Charles Manson shows up. Eldo. That's what this is like. Be cool. Don't be uncool. All right. Be cool, Eldo. All right. Thank you. All right. I'm going to channel, and we can all heal, at least a little. I'm at full health. We did need <laughs> Why is he even in a circle? He doesn't need any healing. This is... <laughs> all right. And we'll hold hands too, Aldo. It, uh, it's the only way for the spell to work. Oh. Here we go. And I'm just going to heal fifth level, but I'm making everyone hold hands because there's a lot of tension. <laughs> Exercise. Like a kindergarten teacher, making everyone be friends. Uh, so that's going to be 5d8, and that is 29 hit points that everybody gets back. Ooh, okay. Nice. Who? Well, you're still very it's down low. a lot. Um, well, that's all I got. Are you in? Me? No, I'm with you, Atticus. Don't you remember? I was there from almost the start. Well, I was there actually kind of around the same time you joined up. How did you, how did you find me? <laughs> he was there like 30 minutes after you appeared. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the only original cast? Yes. yes. By the way, Eric, the head of the Green Loser is on the tree. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, let's check out this tree. Angeline, uh, as usual, knocked it out of the park. Oh, so good. <laughs> so cool. Of course, now the tree is dead. It can only be a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it shall live on eternally as merch. <laughs> as merch. Um, y'all healed up and feeling good and feeling strong? No! I have, I have Wait, other... Wait, he's not coming toward us right now. He's just, like, maybe talking to a little plant next to his door. Like, he, ex- he should know we're here, but he doesn't? Like, that kind of a thing? You would assume he's pretty well aware, but he doesn't uh, seem to be He just doesn't give a... Uh, <laughs> he doesn't okay. um, I have other heal spells, but I would like to hold on to them. I do. I have my... You would like to hold on I, to them? I... <laughs> seen this dude, we are going to need to heal more, I'm sure. <laughs> Those are her rainy day spells. Yeah, it's yeah. rainy day fun. I'm waiting to see if we run into some of my actual friends who need them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, truth be told, I could use a little healing. No, you don't. Uh, do, I, do, I, do, I do have several uh, elixirs of moderate uh, life, which I can share with the party. Oh, okay. I have eight. Eight? So. I'll take two, thank you. Two for 
for me as well, please. May I have two? Yes. Two, four. Right. How many uh, just points is moderate again? Someone dropped an elixir of life. Oh, oh, now there's only seven. seven. There were only eight. <laughs> we're down to seven elixirs. <laughs> I needed that. You know what? I won't take one. Now we only have seven. Suki doesn't need one. That was serious. Uh, I don't need one. Five d six plus twelve. Yeah, correct. These will last a while, right? Uh, I'll just hang on to mine. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Chewy. So that's for how much? Who is this guy? These are moderate. So five d six plus twelve. Uh, Harris is going to take two. Atticus will take two. Uh, Alda, you're still down, right? Yeah, I am. I take two myself. So okay. that will bring me up to full. Two. Okay. Uh, if I can get two, two, if Furble doesn't take mine, okay, that'll give I'm me a taking Furble's. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, fine. We can. All right. Who? Who? You hold them. You hold them. If them. you're good, you can have one. Oh, I'm very good. I'm no, great. not good at killing. Like genuinely. But I'm good. also good at dancing. <laughs> Japery. Alright, yeah. <laughs> he hands one to Thank him. you. I just don't want to argue anymore. <laughs> Something about these elixirs of life. Like, oh, no. Oh, now there's two of them. <laughs> Something about these elixirs of life has calmed the tearing and shredding within Atticus's mind. Then he's focusing in and sees this tiny clerner, tiny murder clown here and Ethel missing. Some sort of dreamlands plane shifting, and is seeing the way he's acting right now, and he does not understand the weight of the situation. Yeah. So suddenly, as he begins to think clearly, he's like, "Yeah, verbal Haas. Just don't speak." <laughs> that man over there, uh, the gardener. Yes. And he's like, it's interesting. It's interesting. He said that God, He has the power to destroy your mind with a word. Tread lightly. It is best if you all remain, if you remain unseen. He is. How do I put this? He does not wish. He must be treated as a king. All respect, the gardener. All honor. Yes. The God and the King. The God. Think of him like that. We must bow before him. Do you understand? Uh-huh. If you do not, he will kill us. Okay. <laughs> what makes me happy is that I know he will do as exactly as I have said. <laughs> yeah. You can rest easy now that you've explained the situation to Tiny Murder Club. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you say, Atticus. Don't worry, I'll help. My you. second oldest friend. Yes, it is. It is good to have you back. Ah, oh, thank you. There is. You brighten a room, unlike Ethel. Thank you. Everything tends to darken every experience. He was. You've just... never been divorced, have you, Tiny Murder Clown? Never. I've never hardly even been on a date. Same. A lot of people don't like me for some reason. Same. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. It is hard. Oh, my God. Oh my God.
stood by you. I can have friends. Yes, you can. <laughs> I don't see no ring on this finger. By the way, check out the uh, tiny murder cloud pawn. Uh, this will be. Oh, 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 oh wow! It. Cool. Yes. This is uh, the first peek at a series two pin of Tiny Murder Cloud. Oh, oh it's so available uh, at Gen Con. Oh uh, my God. Suki also says, "My name is Suki Oriana Sode. This is Pepsi, my snake." Oh, and she shows you Pepsi, who's a giant boa constrictor. Oh, she, not giant, giant. It's a snake. It's yeah, it's a big snake. Yeah. <laughs> it's a snake of an indeterminate size. Well, hi, Suki. <laughs> I'm Verbal Haas. It's nice to meet you. Pleasure. Oh, a pleasure. <laughs> I just say that. Oh. <laughs> People are mean to me sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know, it sucks. Well, now yeah. I feel bad. You know who was nice to me? No. Ethel. Really? Yeah. I don't I don't know Ethel. Huh. I knew Sir Gerald, Sir Julie. He was standing in this very spot. And I knew you Mrs. Old Lady before that. <laughs> I don't know who that is. That's some old broad. <laughs> the funny thing is, when I knew her, she didn't know who she was either, so who cares? Really? Yeah. She was old, and thus her soul was not that. She sounds enticing. boring. Yeah, she was boring. <clears throat> but she's dead now, apparently, so who cares? Atticus. What? Should we approach? Yes. All right, take the lead. And he looks around like for to be like Ethel, Ethel? and he's like, oh no, <laughs> oh this is awful. This is terrible. But this man holds the secrets to everything. He will begin to walk across the sand. You take about five, six feet. Uh, of a step towards him. I do a perception check on the square in front of me. <laughs> that was six. <laughs> he speaks. And he says, So, Aldo Kazamir, Atticus Grimm, Verbal horse, you have returned to my oasis, but yet now you come with new traveling companions. How did you two get tied up in their journey? He looks at Sugi and Eris. Um. <clears throat> Mr. Sir. Your. Mr. Sir. Mr. Sir. Mr. Sir. Is that like a burger chain out here in the Pacific Northwest? <laughs> Your Highness. <clears throat> I was captive um, by a terrible man, Nyral Twiceborn. And these these people saved me, and I owe them a debt. Hey, sir. <laughs> um, hello, sir. Um, I was stuck in the dreamlands, and these people got me out. 
Turns out all you had to do was die. He thinks about that for a moment. Then he peers back at Aldo and Atticus and Furble. And as he looks at you, you can feel his gaze almost has like pressure on your chest. And then it seems like he realizes something. And he says, Ah, you do not remember your previous experience here. You three accompanied Count Hazerton Lowell's a few years ago, along with others, an old woman named Carpa Malasort and an orc named Borel. I believe he was a half-orc. No, he wasn't. If my memory serves me correctly. More like a quarter orc, if you yes. It would be foolish to correct me. It was a joke, sir. I'm sorry, Mr. So sir. Sorry. So sorry, jokes. Sorry, Mr. Sir. Sorry, Mr. Sir. Medium rare, please. Sorry, Mr. Sir. You came with Count Lowell's when he presented me with the same gifts that you bring with you now. Please, place your gifts on the bench beside my door. So, at this invitation, Aldo steps up shaking with fear in this person's presence. And he does an elaborate bow and he says in perfect syntax but horrific accent Asalamu alaikum <laughs> and he greets him in Arabic <laughs> and, he, and he turns and, and he says in Arabic and he says uh, uh, it is good to see you again here are the gifts that you required Regards you wide-eyed, but you can see, perhaps just for a fleeting moment, a little respect. He gestures towards the bench and starts to walk away from the hut toward the pool of water. Do you step forward and place the gifts on the bench? Yes. Am I supposed to, am I supposed to give a gift too? No, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> What, Your what, silence what do you is gift enough. We have five out of six, right? So, like, maybe... No. no. Six, six out, out of seven. seven. Okay. Well, like, maybe one... We can each have one to put down, at least. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. <laughs> you think this is a baby shower? This is life and death, dude. No, but so, like, we all contributed, you know? He's trying to pull the classic, like, oh, I got that, too. I, I, this is also... Can I put my name on that card? This can I, is, can this I write my name on the card? <laughs> it's from all of us. It's from all of us. Can we all walk up together with one hand? But, like, in that 
ge- gesture where it's kind of like we all contributed. Totally. Yeah. Right. You want to take credit for the gifts. Yeah, who gets what? Who wants the best gift? I paid for the tricorn hat, but it's fine. It's fine. fine. I want the the red-webbed feet. Those are gross. Are you place all the gifts? I like this idea of all of you walking towards the hut. Maybe one of you deigns to dare even look inside the hut, and you just, like, your eyes won't even let you look in there. He looks over at the gifts. Is he counting them? <laughs> Can he count? <laughs> he takes his tome, his ominous leather-covered book, and regards it for a moment. And then he walks right up to the five of you. And one at a time, he offers the book for you to hold. First, starting with Atticus. Do you take it? You offer it to me freely. (laughs) (laughs) You stole that from Skid. He he was going to say that. (laughs) Your greatness, I heartily apologize for not remembering our first encounter. Something has clouded my mind, and I... I apologize. I don't know that I am worthy of holding the book, but it is, if it is your wish, truly, that I take it, I will. I am your servant. He bows his head. And he offers it. You take the book, you hold it in your hand, and you look up at him, and he's still holding a copy as well. He's got chills. (laughs) He then walks over to Aldo and presents the book to you. And Aldo reaches out and takes it, and he says, uh, I thank you for this gift, honored friend, in Arabic. Again, and he takes it. I'll not give you another bottle, can <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> that was good. Right. Same thing, you go and take it, and then you look, it up, look up at him, and he's still holding his copy. And he walks over to Verbal Hoss and offers the book. Um, Mr. Sir... <laughs> Atticus in his head is I'm going. not what you'd call a big reader uh, <laughs> Are there pictures in this book? He just looks at you Okay, here you go I'll Squits. take this I'll take the book <laughs> Take the book Oh, god damn it <laughs> Then he goes over to Eris And offers the book I feel like it looks like a creepy looking book. Maybe. <laughs> it's big and creepy. Oh yeah, so she's wide eyed and holds out her chicken hand feet, feet hand. <laughs> These creepy little claws grab the book. Just waiting and ready. And then finally to Suki. 
Understanding, we can't act intelligently on any of these threats that we come across. Mr. Sir, do we all need to answer the same? No. Oh. 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 Well, I stand corrected. Yes. I mean, I'm ready. I have my answer. I have my answer. Wait, wait. Oh, see. Can we lie? <laughs> you could try. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. Okay. Harris, what have you chosen? Influence. Who's next? Clear thought. Clear thought. Quickness for me. Quickness. Quickness. No, quickness. I I pick quickness. (laughs) Oh, sorry, Atticus. I gotta be quick. (laughs) Clear. <laughs> Which is made much more challenging with Tiny Murder Clown around. Uh, Suki says, understanding. And then he looks at Aldo Casimir. And again, in a horrific accent, <laughs> he says, Fahum, understanding. In Arabic. 
For what it's worth, I think our missing friend would have said might. It is worth nothing. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. He... He was clearly only meant to get us this far. <laughs> His part in this tale is over. <laughs> He's dying too on a boat. <laughs> is that the guy I was punching? Yes. Maybe you what? Maybe dying three. Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Emotions. You look good. To each of you. <laughs> to open the book. And as you open the book, and as you answer, clear thought, understanding, quickness, influence, you begin to flip through the pages of the tome in your hands. The symbols and letters just dance across the page. It looks like everything is moving and nothing makes sense. But not unlike the feeling you got when this tree blasted you with knowledge, you feel this like overwhelming sense that some sort of knowledge is seeping its way into your very soul. Based on your answers, you each have permanent plus two bonuses to certain ability scores. Harris, you chose influence. You get a plus two to charisma. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Tiny Murder Clown. <laughs> Tiny Murder Clown, you chose quickness. Yeah. You get a plus two to dexterity. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Suki and Aldo, you chose understanding. You get a plus two to wisdom. Oh. And I am shocked that Joe didn't fuck this up. <laughs> said he is going to be so angry when he chooses wisdom. Clear thought is intelligence. Yeah! Oh, he needs it. He needs it. Shit. He... Damn it. This information bombards you and you, you feel like you're hyperventilating with it all and, by, and you, you have to like wince and close your eyes to kind of stop. It's not even a pain. It's like a... Maybe a masochistic pleasure pain, and then when you open your eyes, you look, and the book is no longer in your hands. And the mad poet says, Laos seeks a city called Noruzavan. If you wish to learn of its location in your world, you must seek the writings in the Necronomicon. And he points to the book in his hands. And he says, my copy, however, is of no use to you. And he riffles through the pages and you see they are all blank. However, you can peruse the genuine Necronomicon at a university of the occult called the Mysterium in the Kadiran city of Kathir. I provided the same information to the Count that I just shared with you. So Laos is most likely headed to Kathir 
to obtain the Necronomicon as well. However, the man, Lowell's, that you seek is not what he seems. The great old one, Shamendor, has infected him. I believe that he intends to use the Star Stelae in both Thrushmore and Neruzavan to mock Golarion so that it can be brought into Carcosa. Doing so would help fully awaken Jamindor, and Laos would become the Great Old One's champion for completing the task. He looks at each of you. He looks over at his hut. He looks at the reflecting pool and what remains of the tree. Our time here is coming to an end. But before it does, I would like to offer you one more thing in return for your gifts. Though you seek Lowell's I can see that you also seek more. You seek truth and your memories. Either those that were taken from you or those you chose to bury, to suppress. I would like to give you a chance to taste the future as well as the past by allowing you all to speak with the king of Naruzavan. Step into the waters of the oasis. The king lies within. And he folds his hands and stares at you all. Well, I was going to ask him something. <laughs> but that seemed pretty final. Also, if we step in there, we get all the knowledge of our past. Perhaps. Seems to be what he's implying. Memories. I must know. I must know what happened. And Atticus will start to walk toward the pool. No, wait, Atticus, I grab him by the shoulders. I want to go first. (laughs) (laughs) I can see you have a greater wisdom. (laughs) No, (laughs) let my wisdom be the guide your way. (laughs) I'm content to watch. (laughs) For right now. Uh, oh, I. Here I go. Oh, I'll go. I just want to wait for one of these. Oh, yeah, no, I'm going to watch first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going in. Just after that guy. Right, right. <laughs> How's the water? <laughs> Aldo and Atticus appropriately step in first. 
when you do, you look down and you see in the reflection a scene play out. A scene of the last time that you were here at the Oasis when the mad poet made the same offer to Lowell's step into the waters to speak with the king of Nuruzavan. But you watch in the reflection as Lowell's steps in and drags each of you as well and shoves your face into the pool. And then you just like, imagine we had a camera looking up at your reflection as you're like drowning and writhing under the water until finally both of your faces go blank and distant. And a thin mist then leeches from the heads of your reflections. And the mists contain images like these vignettes that are just back to back to back of lowels like shaking your hand, Aldo, Atticus, Burl, Mrs. O'Lady, Furble, and Halster in a busy market. Then all of you arriving at Iris Hill, all of you performing various unsavory tasks at Lau's direction, killing in some instances. And then finally seeing Lau's bringing you in a semi-catatonic state to Briarstone Asylum. Verbal, Eris and Sugi, you're waiting and you're watching and you see them just looking at these reflections. Do you join them? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, literally, Troy? Wriggling is when I do eighth best. <laughs> That's true. That's pre-established. Pre-established. That's canon. Canon. It's canon. Uh, go ahead and put your... I want to see where you guys are standing near the pool. Okay, that must be just totally normal and regular. We've got this beautiful map, we might as well use it. So I imagine we went up to the guy first in the bench, so maybe Eris would be there. Okay, so Eris steps to sort of the uh, far right. Oh no. Oh boy. Tiny Murder Clown goes in. She's gonna go over here. Atticus will step behind Tiny Murder Clown. And just like push him into the pool ahead of him. <laughs> oh, splish splash. Step into the pool and Furble, you see everything that they saw because you went through all of this yeah. with Laos and, and, and you're just bombarded by these memories that immediately when you see them, they become familiar. Suki and Eris, you see things in the water as well. Suki, we see you climbing a tree with a young girl, a young elven girl that looks just like you. You're young as well. And both of you are climbing and you're looking at her. Perhaps she's climbing a little faster than you. And then you get to the top. You stand on a branch and we just see something happen between the two of you and an argument ensues and it gets heated very quickly to the point where she pushes you. And then you, with all your strength, push her back, but she loses her footing and slips. You try to reach out to grab her, but it's too late, and she falls from the branch, a hundred feet down to the ground, and lies in a broken pile. Eris, you see yourself lost 
in a forest somewhere. There's a girl with you as well, younger, similar features to you, but you both look hurt and emaciated. And then you come to a clearing in the forest and an old woman emerges from the darkness up ahead. She has a pack on her back with bones sticking out of it and carries a long broom with a strange totem at the end of it. She walks over to you, Eris, and sees your wounds. Maybe you got like a cut on your leg and she just rubs her hand across the cut and as she does, it disappears. But we see like an energy transfer happen as she does that, like energy from her hand is entering you. Maybe your eyes are closed, wincing from this pain, but when she finishes, they dart open and there is a connection between you and this old woman who is immediately gone. From there, we cut to the interior of a house where two people lie asleep in a bed together, an older man and a woman. As they adjust themselves in their sleep, we can see that they have the telltale marks of being flesh warps. Maybe the older woman even has a neck mouth like you. And as we see them sleeping, we pan around to where Eris is standing, staring at them with that same glare in her eyes with which she looked at the old woman. Your hands go out toward them, your fingers splayed as you cast organ sight and can see inside of them at their vital areas. And then you watch yourself butcher them in their sleep. That's some dark shit, man. Yeah. Damn, Kate. I was in a prison on the moon. <laughs> I know. It's a prison on the moon, man. <laughs> you all watch these things happen, and the mists are now all intermingling with each other, coiling beneath the water, and then the mists start to rise to the surface, and when they break the surface... Aldo, Atticus, and Ferbal suddenly regain all of their memories. Oh, shit. Whoa. In like a dizzying flash. Everything they forgot about themselves immediately comes back. (laughs) And you're just sitting there wide-eyed yet again. Third time in like ten minutes where you've been bombarded by too much knowledge. A lot has happened today. (laughs) And then you look back down at the water and your reflections are still there, but they're staring at you blankly until all of a sudden every single one of your reflections reaches out of the water at you. Roll for initiative. No! gonna be so bad. This is so bad. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh. This is no good. I've done yeah. some things I regret. <laughs> like, coming here now. Like, what? <laughs> it's party time, folks. Uh, let's fucking go. Eldo, what'd you get, buddy? Uh, 18 for Eldo. <laughs> uh, tiny murder clone. Uh, I got a uh, 34. 
34! Tell them where you got this die that rolled that sweet nat 19. The folks at Ritual Cast, Miz, thank you for this die. Rolled a 19 on its first roll. Sweet. Thank you. Natty 19. Eris? 14. Ooh. Atticus? I was very excited about this die that I got. In L.A. That was your first mistake. God! To feel joy. To feel joy. Uh, 20. 20. Okay. Uh, Suki. 19. Oh. Brutal! Brutal initiative! Terrible. You, you all laughed when Tiny Murder Clown showed up, but he won initiative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there no, we need him right now. Like, this is, this is great. <laughs> there are certain situations where you're glad Charles Manson is there. <laughs> There are very few, but this is one of them. <laughs> like if you're recording a Beach Boys album? <laughs> yeah, like for example, yes. Uh, Pet Sounds is missing something. <laughs> Where's Charlie? You can all see your reflections standing right in front of you. Tiny Murder Clown, what the hell do you want to do? It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Stop looking at me! And I'm gonna flurry of blows this thing. <laughs> You're gonna punch yourself? What? You gonna punch yourself? Why are you yeah. punching yourself? Stop hitting yourself. Stop Why hitting are you yourself? punching yourself? Uh, first is a 31. A 31. Second is a 23. That is a hit and a miss. What? Hit and a miss. This is a flurry of blows, right? Boom. Boom. Shaboom. Shaboygan. I got a total of 27 points of damage. Let's wipe that smile off your face, you little shit. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you so much. (laughs) Now I see why everyone hates me. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You punch away, and uh, you still have one action left. Oh, um, oh, how about a third attack? 21 is a miss, right? 21 is a miss. You gotta leave, stupid, slimy, squealy little shit. Punch away at this thing. Aldo, you see your reflection. Look at you and smile. Oh, man. As it then looks at Eris with the same anger that you've been looking at, Eris. Oh, with Sidebar? Sidebar? I don't play as often as you guys. I have Stunning Fist. He needs to make a DC 27 save, or else he's stunned. Is that a will save? It's a fortitude fortitude save. save. Okay, okay. Natural one. Son of a bitch! <laughs> it's not really. It's but not really. It's a natural one. We like to 
we like to, to shoehorn yeah. Nick in. Yeah. I, I haven't had a lot of chances yet yeah. to use the board. Um, so. uh, all right, so you can stun on your strike. You have a fortune save where I am stunned, stunned one, one or stunned three on a crit failure. Oh, shit. Vikings, I guess. Wow, stun three. All right, so it is going to be out of commission for a round. You know, I've always thought I must have the most delicious soul. Aldo's reflection, like I said, looked at Aldo and smiled almost like you were friends and teammates. And then it takes a uh, step back and throws a bomb at Eris. No! No! What? What kind of bomb do I want to throw? How about a little bottle of lightning? No, that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not a great roll. That is a 22 to hit, Harris. Miss. All right. All right, uh, I will throw a second one. Uh, horrible roll, 17. Miss. All right, so two bottled lightnings come at Eris, and he gives a kind of angry, like Skid would be if he missed two bottles of lightning. <laughs> Try to imagine if you can. <laughs> All right, it is now Atticus's reflection. Uh, should I ask about splash damage? Yes. I should. Like it was going to be good for us, but now I realize it's bad for us. Oh, I thought for a second you were like improving. No, I was like, should I mention the splash damage? And she went definitely. Uh, all right, so Eris and Aldo take four points of splash damage. Actually, no. eight points of splash damage. No. Wait, is it or is it only the person that you were attacking? No. Oh, uh, he's just like you. So if you can choose, yeah, no, he can it's choose. it's only the target. Only the target. On a miss. On a miss. Okay, great. So then that is going to be eight points of damage to Eris. Electricity damage. Thank you, Joe. You're a good teacher's pet. <laughs> I like you so much. It's going to be your reflections turn. Uh, and let's see. He is standing right next to you. And he looks at you, and he does. He, I mean, he does exactly what you do when you this cast your spells. I do so much. How many times did you look in the mirror back in the day when you were practicing? Dude, not just in the mirror. Yeah. This is not the first time we've done this, is it? He casts a spell on you, and I need you to roll a fortitude save. That's got to be the worst possible one. <laughs> oh. Actually, it's not. Okay, here we go. Fortitude save. I don't know which terrible die to use. <laughs> near Fortitude save. Go! Oh! Oh! Is my reflection also stupefied too? <laughs> Took a shot. Uh, 34. Oh, 34? Alright, this is a line effect. Suki, I need you to roll it as well. Oh. Fortitude save. Okay. That's gonna be a 31. 31, you both saved. Yeah. Against enervation. Oh, oh my god. god. So 
that's still going to be 2d8 persistent negative damage, even on a success. Oh so is this God. thing an exact replica of me at my level with all my shit? Don't worry about it. Oh, dude, you guys are fucked. <laughs> this is going to be bad. <laughs> all right, so 2d8 persistent negative damage. Uh, and then he's going to take a, uh, a step back to the side to create a little distance between you and the rest of the party. And then it would have been uh, Tiny Murder Clown's reflections turn, but he's stunned three. Yeah, what's up? I'll see you next round. It's fake Eris's turn. Oh, not fake Eris. So mad right now. You asked us for like a PDF of our character sheets. Yeah, like yeah. I just need we to make a couple responded. I, I just need to make a couple secret checks, you guys. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to get recall knowledge right for the yeah. first time ever. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I'm Harris. making you all Easter gifts. <laughs> it's just, I want to have your uh, character sheets framed so you can hang them on your walls. <laughs> uh, fake Eris stands back and belches forth a swarm of vermin. No. It's going to be a 30-foot cone, so I'd like a oh, basic no. reflex save from Eris, Aldo, and Tiny Murder Clown. What? No. Oh, man. Uh, oh. Ah. Uh, nah. Okay. And, Fine. and, Suki. 31. Uh, what don't you like? Atticus is going to use... Can he use a reaction before he acts? Yes. Yeah, one per round. Even as far if I as you know, I'm not 100 sure. Crowd, can he use a reaction before he acts? In two yeah. Very mixed reaction. It's very mixed yeah. reaction. No, it's like I thought like flat-footed before your turn was not a thing anymore. It's not, but it may be a different rule about reactions. You can use one reaction per round. I wish we had some sort of source of authority yes. here up on yes. stage. I can answer this right. question. Here it is. Once your first turn begins, you gain your actions and reactions. Yes. All right, great. Good to know. The answer is yes. So, uh, all right, because you didn't know, save. I won't let you use. Okay. What are you going to do? Uh, 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 oh, I love that you went to the crowd first for yes, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of like that, too. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Uh, what would you do? 29. What, what do you do? Just a reflex, reflex save? 29? Yeah, okay. I can't do the reaction. Uh, Suki? 24. That's a fail. Uh, can I say it? 31. 31. Oh. Natural 20. Oh! Alright, so Mona, you take no damage. Uh, who failed? Uh, Suki, you take 11 points of damage in your second one, and then 5 points of damage for Eris and Atticus. Okay. I hate that all your names sound very similar. Yeah, really. I gotta start killing some of you guys. Um, thank you. Uh, Alright. Alright, that was a, uh, a two-action situation, and then uh, Eris's reflection will also stand back. God, you guys roll such shitty initiative. I have to go, I have to go again. Uh, it's fake Suki's turn. Uh, Alright. Uh, fake Suki. Oh, sorry. I don't recognize fake.
fake Suki. No, well, she's so used to you denigrating her every time you speak to her. That that was just an instinctive reaction. Fake Suki. Uh, how about a hydraulic torrent? That sounds fun. Oh, oh that's a high-level spell I have. Sure is. I'm going to move into position so I can hit a ton of you. Uh, hydraulic torrent. I get to make a save. Is going to be a 60-foot line. Man. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. That's going to be... Uh, PC only fight is really Wait, did I move real Suki? What? Fuck, where was Suki? I'm there. Where she was? Oh, shit. Well, you can't do your little line, can you? Yes, I can just do that. Uh, All right, so it's going to be Atticus and Sukes. Oh, no. Atticus and Sukes, give me a fortitude save. Don't worry, I know the DC because it's my spell. Is it? I don't know. God. I'm due, I'm due. the one spell that will make me lose my turn. This is horrendous. What did you get? Uh, what was it? Fortitude? Yeah. yeah. 21. 21. And Sukes? 30. Alright. 30 is a pass. 21 is a fail against Hydraulic Torrent. So you're going to take some bludgeoning damage to the tune of 8d6. Oh no. This is so is yummy. Six. 30 points of damage to Atticus. 15 points of damage to Silky. Why? Why is this happening? <laughs> this guy was just giving us knowledge. Why? You questioning the mad poet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. That's I another elixir that just. Oh no! What did that six left? That fell out of. When Suki got hit, it fell out of her uh, purse. <laughs> stop, please! The very important place. Stop dropping them. I let Pepsi hold one. That was a mistake. He doesn't have hands. <laughs> All right, uh, Suki, you pass, however, Atticus, on your failure, you get pushed back five feet as well. And now, finally, I can take a break and just listen to you guys do stuff. Atticus, what do you want to do? He's like, gets hit in the back with this hydraulic torrent. Uh, But at least he keeps, uh, I mean, so he's just standing in this pool? Yeah. Uh, He'll look across at his reflection in melee, basically, eye to eye. I said, he's done this before. Everything you do, he does. Yeah, exactly. He is, he, if you remember, he worked on images of himself to use as illusions and distractions. And he looks across at the illusory version of himself, but he feels something deeper, something that tells him that this creature is him and he hates him. And he is going to really find out if this creature is him. Because he is going to cast. He begins casting and says, Let us find out, shall we? With such hate dripping in his eyes. And he casts Phantasmal Killer on himself. Shit. You know what you're scared of, buddy. Yeah, wow. oh, I yeah. sure do. Okay. If I can, yeah. So as he casts the spell, the. Uh, well, I don't know if this thing even has a mind, but basically he begins to see everyone of his family and friends, every rat folk that he grew up with that he stepped on and threw to the side in his attempt to become loved and admired and famous among rich people, among rich humans. His desire to be this famous illusionist, he just 
shed all of these relationships. His sister, his 19 brothers. He just <laughs> fucking stepped on all of them along the way and didn't give two shits. And that's an image is them rising out of the water to just start stabbing this thing to death as a, uh, as a, um, in revenge for what he had done to them. And, uh, yeah, you need, to, you need to roll a, a will save. It's time to bring out old neon green. Oh, no. Will save. Troy's gonna roll, Troy's gonna roll. Twenty-four. Oh! What? <laughs> He's got the app out. There's so many dice. He's hitting it so many times. <laughs> so many times. Uh, if this thing is is can take this kind of damage, he takes eight d six mental damage, which totals twenty seven points of damage, nice. and okay. he is frightened too. Oh shit! Frightened too. Okay. Still up. Do I have to roll anything else? No, only if you critically fail does like you could possibly die on the spot. But yikes! He did not crit. I'm just happy he failed at all because I'm. St- oh. You forget, I am cursed. Oh, God, that's I just right. Role play and have fun. You're stupefied. Instead, this dumb game makes me have to. Just sit right here. I'm sitting right here, Joe. What the fucking fail? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a natural seven? I rolled a natural six. Would you like to use? Your Seattle bottle cap. I have a Seattle bottle cap. Should I get one? Yes. Should I get one? Yes. I love you guys. Natural seven. Oh Oh my god, he did it! He did it! Joe's got it, Joe. Joe's got it, Joe. You're a good man, LaValley. Ah, I don't care what they say about you. I'll talk. I have a lot to say. Uh, all right, so Frightened 2, 27 points of damage, and you are bottle capless. Yeah, that's true. Which is the most important part. Do you have any uh, actions left, my friend? Uh, yeah, sure does, good buddy. Sure and does. He is going to create distance. So he is going to move uh, away from this entire encounter. Uh, in an attempt, he said, oh, good luck, everyone. Okay. Atticus creates some space. Right to the edge of the map. And there he goes. He's off the map. Uh, yeah, no, he's just trying to step away because he sees that we're now in a fight against... Uh, quite a few casters and powerful ranged combatants. So he's trying to make it so that there aren't clumps of allies together to mess with. It is now Suki's turn. Okay. Suki is going to first retch, because I need to not be sick anymore. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, Gonna retch again? 23, fortitude. 
Uh, wait, so to remove second, it's just uh, another fortitude save against the original DC of the John? No, I thought it was. Am I wrong? Joe is making... just rolling dice? Joe is making big hand motions. I spend a single action... You can willingly spend a, an Attempt action. a fortitude save against the DC of the effect that made you second. That's what I... Yeah, that's what I just asked. Uh, what are you doing big hand motions for, Joe? You failed. Cool. Sidebar. Yes. I have persistent negative damage. You do. 2d8. 2d8. Persistent neg. Nine oh. points of damage. Natty. They have failure. Damn it. <laughs> so that remains persistent. Thank you for being honest. Uh, all right, Sooks. You wretched and failed. That's one action. Uh, cool. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> then I'm going to cast Electric Arc at Suki, the other Suki, not myself. Uh-huh. And, uh, sorry, the, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, oh. There we go. Okay. And uh, Atticus, the uh, illusion or double Atticus, because I okay. can do two creatures. So you need to make a reflex save. Okay. Uh, all right, so the, you're casting against who? Atticus and... Suki. Atticus and Suki. This is very confusing. Uh, it's not okay. that confusing. You're not on my side. Oh, 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 oh. It's an arc. It leaps. Here we go. Uh, first roll for Atticus is a 28. That. Second roll, ooh, for Suki is a 22. That fails. Nice. So uh, that is going to be, what did I roll? 16, 17, 18 points of electricity damage to Suki, uh, and then half that to Atticus. Nine. Nine to Atticus. All and right. that's my turn. Fake Atticus is fucked up. Good. Ah. Yes. He looks at him. He's just like, you're so weak. So pathetic. I know. I know. I know. I know. You're in a terrible position. I would rearrange yourself away from this combat. If I were you. Suki, you take two points of negative energy damage. Give me a uh, flat check. Okay. Eight. Eight. All right, so you will continue taking it. Sorry. Why did you make that sound awful? It sounded weird. Uh, It is now Aldo's turn. Hooray. Aldo will take a five-foot step back from the pool. Okay. And he saw this hatred in his reflection's eyes towards Eris. And he's sort of a... He's seeing, like... Him seeing himself in this way from this perspective, he's ashamed that he's just like, just like, oh, like, if, even if this did happen, if this was Eris's, a result of, of something that had happened to Eris, it's not necessarily her fault. It's not something I, not necessarily something I can blame her for. And so, this, in addition to his suddenly increased wisdom, has an effect on how he sees the world. <laughs> and uh, he's going to take a, as a step back, and he's going to toss a bottle of lightning at himself. Okay, wow, very cathartic moment there. <laughs> it so just he, took your own reflection fighting you to realize the error of your ways. That is, I really wanted to hit. That is a hit. All right. Uh, that is 11 points of electricity damage. Okay. And myself is flat-footed. Uh, <laughs> until, myself is flat-footed. Until the beginning of my turn. Okay. 
got one more action there. All right. Uh, so now I'm going to throw an alchemist fire at my... Oh, and there's uh, four points of damage to to the reflection of Atticus. Next, it's Atticus, right? No, it's oh, a, no, no. Tiny, 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 tiny Murder Clown. clown. Tiny murder little splash to the clown. Got gotcha. the clown. The real clown or the fake one? Fake clown. Fake clown. <laughs> Thank God. What? Four, four cloud splash. And that is a that is a uh, twenty nine to hit with the alchemist fire. That's another hit, buddy. Nice, Whoa. nice, nice. You're hot. Ooh. Uh, okay, that is sixteen points of fire damage. Oh. Uh, and four points of splash damage to the reflection of Tiny Murder Clown. And my reflection is on fire and suffering persistent fire damage. Wow. <laughs> guys are having a great round. We're our own worst enemies. Yeah. <laughs> Paris. Remember how every combat in this AP, we always almost die immediately when we yeah. fight anything? Finally! Yeah, I know. <laughs> only one can stand. Eris, you are up. There can only be one, so <laughs> I'm going to fire off one magic missile. Okay. Just one? Just one, because I'm going to do something else, obviously. At yourself? Um, yeah, at myself. Okay. Go Give me that myself. damage. So that's three points of damage. Okay. And then... Uh, well, wait, I want to make this uh, clear. Okay. I'm firing it at the poppet. Ooh. Oh, yeah! Three points of damage to her poppet. To her familiar. How And with that, I see where it is, I guess. So I cast, use two actions, rip the spirit on that familiar. of damage to the poppet. How many hit points does your poppet have? Oh, you don't know? I just want to know what your poppet has. 45 hit points. 45 hit points. Okay. <laughs> and now you're casting Rip the Spirit on your reflection. On my reflection's poppet. On your reflection's poppet! <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> uh, so it, it makes a basic fortitude save. Basic fortitude save. And its fortitude is plus 16. Well, I know what its fortitude Who's is. Five? I rolled another What'd you get? natural one. Oh! is drained one. Okay. Um, you take 10d6 negative damage. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so I guess I roll 10d6 now. Roll your 10d6. What happens if Fine. you kill my poppet? Are you rolling a d6? She's rolling like one at a time. She's rolling one d6 at a time. Let's just he literally it. started by going, Fuck. I can't do this. I lost count already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Forty-three go to the points of damage, which means the oh pop is dead.
here's the thing. Your three-point magic missile, and that was oh the deciding factor. Yeah, genius! They're learning. <laughs> Do you have any other actions left? No, that was it. That was all right. Player. That was it. It is the top of round two. Oh, so We're awesome. staying here all night. Yeah. yeah. Tiny this is Murderclass. This is gonna be a four. All right. <laughs> So my grim reflection is knocked out right now. Stun three, can't act, and I am mad. I you look mad. Yeah, and I'm like, how could you fall for the count flaws, you stupid idiot? And I'm gonna flurry of blows him one more time. Okay. I'm gonna use this awesome die, which is so far rolled 19 and 20. Nice. Uh, and I rolled a fucking two. Uh, so that's not good. But I got one more. Got okay. One more. Give me a second, please. Uh, that is uh, a... Sounds like a miss. Well, it's probably a miss. Uh, 24? 24. It's stunned, so it doesn't have a Stun doesn't zero. affect his it AC, have that. sadly. Oh, so that sure. is a miss. Also, gonna, I don't think... I'm going to change that real quick in the rules, officially. <laughs> So I miss it, and I, and I miss, I miss. You miss? Yeah, yeah, but I have one more action yet. What are you yeah. going to do? I take my hand, and I put it on the forehead of my stunned reflection, and I say, if you won't die from fists, then die from drowning, you fool! And I push it under the surface <laughs> of the water. So near as I can tell what that means. <laughs> Thinking maybe a grapple? It needs a DC, no, fuck oh. that. It needs a DC 20. <laughs> it's fucking stunned. I need a decent. Well, yeah, I don't know. Do I need to hit it? I'm not really sure. What do you want to do? You I want to push it under water and make it make a fort save or fucking die. Okay. It's a DC 20 fort save. DC 20 fort save? Yeah. Uh, I used to roll badly. It'll lose, rolled, but it's happened before. I rolled a 30. Uh, a 3? 30. A 3? <laughs> It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> he doesn't drown. He doesn't drown. But he's so, wet now. But I'm like very much like I want him to. You got him right where you want him. Yeah. That's it for me. It is Fake Aldo's turn. Fake Aldo thought that him and Real Aldo were friends. Apparently not. So Fake Aldo will stride up to Real Aldo. Does Tiny Murder Clown have a reaction? Uh, yeah. You may take said reaction if you'd like. Uh, are you saying do I have attack opportunity? Yes. That's the reaction I meant. That is a little different, and the answer is that I don't do You don't. This thing walks up to Aldo and just touches you. No! I when I think I, about you, I touch my ass. I rolled another fucking natural one. Oh, on yeah. It was a guaranteed hit! 
that is the named character. Yeah. And is it magic? No, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's an attack. It's a physical melee. What do you got? This one is from Daniel in Seattle, Washington. Is there a Daniel in the crowd tonight? There's probably. <laughs> wow. Why is cold? All right. Daniel, watch your back after the show. <laughs> Seattle, Daniel says. You're as cold as ice. Oh my god. Oh. It's amazing. It's a skid fumble. It's amazing. Oh. oh. Orphonio. <laughs> That's a deep cut. You gotta be in. Are you? He was there. Eric was there. He was there then when that happened. Okay. Orphonio's. Tell who Orphonio is very quick. Orphonio, if you remember Orphan Puncher at Kellyan, oh, yes. we had we had a session uh, after that that was we I don't think we ever sent it out, but it was just like it was another PFS scenario and uh, Orf- <laughs> Orphan Puncher's next sort of evolution was he became very religious and he invented a god named Orphonio, the god of orphans. And that he was very, very uh, fervent religiously, but he kept like switching back and forth. Anyway, yes. So yeah. So as he described yeah. the the deity, the the dogma, everything about it, yeah, switched and flopped like every round, yeah. and it, you had no idea what was going on. Yeah, she so died in her sky coffin, thus becoming her own orphan. The, I remember yes. that. It was so really all over. In that spirit, Daniel from Seattle submits Orphonio. Orphonio's horrifying visage appears momentarily, and she bedevils you with her beauty. You find yourself confused for 1d3 rounds while, no! gaze, while gazing upon her eternal, eternally finite being. Yes! <laughs> May yes! she die and be born again, yes! that cursed goddess for whom you lust evermore. Oh, Amazing. Confused is phenomenal. Yeah, Troy, you're gonna love it. The verbal component is watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow. Uh, okay, so you're confused uh, for one d three rounds. <laughs> Horrible. Let me roll the uh, the old oh, d three. I, I know how this is gonna go. <laughs> three rounds. Daniel, I owe you, buddy. All right, so I'm fla- I was already flat-footed. I'll continue to be flat-footed for another three rounds. I don't treat anyone as my ally. Uh, I can't delay ready or use reactions. Use all of your actions to strike or cast offensive cantrips. And then it's basically against a random target, including everyone. Right, okay. So it's a big field right now. All right, so it goes, it strides up, goes to strike to Aldo, and it's like, oh, oh, sees this vision of a false god. Orphonio! Orphonio, save us! And then we'll go to attack. (laughs) It's going to go to attack again. I'm going to say regular Tiny Murder Clown is a one, fake Tiny Murder Clown is a two, Eris is a three, Aldo is a four. Okay. And I'll roll it in front of Joe. Oh, that's Aldo again. Damn. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Uh, I'm putting me on green. Orphonio is a fickle goddess. <laughs> fickle goddess. It's going to be another uh, uh, touch. A fickle goddess who never wavers. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Praise her name and damn her to seven hells. <laughs> this is a uh, 35 to hit. 
That is, that is a critical hit. That is a critical hit. Oh, boy. Uh, all right, that is a critical hit. I rolled terribly. It's going to be 20 points of damage, though. Okay. Uh, what are you hitting him with? And I need a fortitude save. Okay. Although you can just, like, unarmed attack people. Uh, yeah. 31. 31. 31. Fortitude. You're okay. okay. You just were like uh, immediately plagued by like nightmares from your past as all of your memories are rushing forward. All those memories that you suppressed are coming back and you felt a nightmare coming on and it immediately stopped. That guy's confused for three more rounds. It is now fake Atticus's turn. Please kill some of these guys. I am exhausted. <laughs> You know, it's funny, it's funny. Uh, I love us. I love our group. I love our game. Everybody's amazing. If we were smart, what a smart group would do that doesn't care about role-playing uh-huh. would focus down one person at a time. First, sure. Everybody would just kill them, and then we'd be done, and we would have no problems. But everyone is like, I want to kill myself so bad. <laughs> I want to cam and everyone is just attacking yeah. themselves. Yeah. We're following, following Sydney rules. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. But I took out myself. Well, you I stopped yourself. No, no, no. Okay. You were very strategic. You were great. You did also, very Joe, good. Joe, I just want to say, you can free action speak and tell us who we should attack. I, I didn't want to. I attacked myself. I loved it. All right. I loved it. There's a certain satisfaction in attacking yourself. Yeah, That's there really sure. is. Atticus yeah. is Super going to stride thought. up to Atticus. And he's going to cast Phantasmal Killer on you. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Isn't he out of the spell slot because he used it already and it's also him? You don't know what's going on back here. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't. Oh, dear. This okay, bad. All right, this involves a die roll. And how many bottle caps do you have left? Zero, survey says. Yep. Quick, All say right. something really funny. You do. You do. This is my L.A. die that rolled shitty before, but I'm going to give Max and, uh, what's your name? Max and Lauren, was it? Yeah, Max and Lauren, another chance. This never goes well. Never goes well when you roll a die. He's staring at the 20. It's a beautiful, very, very old die. It has a 20-plus year history in this other game. Here it goes. Phantasmal killer. I'm not even... I'm sick. I'm sick to my stomach. I believe it's a critical fail. I believe it is... In fact, exactly a critical thing. Well, you're not sure. My numbers may be different than yours. That is a 17. Oh! Bottle? That is a regular failure. Oh, okay, okay. However, you're still going to take 8d6 mental damage. Yeah, I think he could die. And you will be frightened too. Yeah. So it's still not good. No, it's very, very, very bad. And you take 30 points of mental damage. I'm yeah. so mad you made up the numbers on that roll. <laughs> Just using an online text. Uh, he is going to die. He goes down? I hope you're prepared for this, because he is actually going to die. I, that sounds like your problem. <laughs> Wait, that was, did you critically fail? No, he just failed. How do you die? Um, I think he's very low on hit points. And I have persistent death. Oh, oh, oh no. But right. well, you're also, like, standing near a healer, right? 
What's that? Are you standing near? No. Ah, uh, yeah, Suki is a healer. All right. Uh, but she doesn't heal people. I just <laughs> healed everyone. Uh, all right, so that's the end of Fake Addis Kiss's turn. Does he have, uh, what is that? That persistent damage? Just make these little notations. I don't know what the hell they mean. Uh, he does, oh, he has persistent fire from Aldo, right? Yeah. Oh, no. No, no that's, that's, that's fake well, Aldo. I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, no. Uh, He's know. frightened, too. That's what it was. Frightened, too. Oh, oh, right, because he was frightened, that lowered his DC, so it now oh. would have been... Uh, yeah, crit fail. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, so now he's frightened one. Thank you. Please don't be my turn. Damn it, it still is. All right, it's fake tiny murder clown. Fake tiny murder clown is no longer stunned, and he's going to do a flurry of blows on you. Okay. First attack. Fucking hell. 21. Just garbage. That's a miss. And then a uh, 25. So just boom, boom, miss, miss. And then we'll uh, step back to make you come to him. And now it is Fake Eris's turn. Fake Eris reaches out her hands to cast a spell, and nothing happens. And you see real Eris holding the soul of the poppet that she ripped. Oh! And the fake poppet on the ground, or in the water, or wherever the hell you are. Awesome. Seattle Kate. All right, Fake Eris is mad. Fake Eris strides up to real Eris and goes to reach out to you just like Fake Aldo did to real Aldo. That is a 37 to hit, Kate. Hit with what? Her hand. Her nails? No, her hand. Smacking me? Is that a critical hit? <laughs> no. Well, wait. Yes. Yeah. Wait. What are you doing? Don't worry about it. You can't see what's back here. Yeah. They have other powers that we don't have. Oh, they do. Yeah. yeah. It turns out. So that's a critical Pretty unfortunate. hit. That's going to be thirty-six points of damage. Um. Uh, critical threat. I have a critical skill threat. Critical. <laughs> Skill feat called Recognize Spell. Um, a creature within line of sight casts a spell. It is not a spell. It's not a spell. Okay, so you cannot she's cast spell. She's punching you so hard. They have other powers that they can use. This melee attack just crit. She has one more attack she'll take against you, and that is a 19 hit. Miss. What was the original damage? Uh, the original damage was 36 points of damage, and then I need a fortitude save. Okay, just hold on. One thing at a time. I know. There's a lot going on. God. You should see what I got going on there. <laughs> <laughs> Fortitude save. You Fortitude say. save. Seattle Kate. What was that? Seventeen. I rolled a natural one. You are. Oh. oh I can't wait all the time. You uh. You, oh, bottle cap. Bottle cap. Bottle cap. Rolling again. I'm rolling again. Don't even. Don't even. Shut your mouth and you're talking to me. Okay, this is way better. Thirty. <laughs> You're all right. Now it's fake Suki's turn. Suki is standing next to Suki, and Suki strikes Suki. <laughs> it's Suki versus Suki tonight, and uh, how about I come after you with a 
inverted whip. You're using my bean against me? Yep. <laughs> Here she comes, she's flicking the bean. <laughs> 31 to hit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Come Jeez. back here, D4. And your whip sucks. It's only six points of damage. Yes, yeah, it's weak. That's why I want to retrain that beast. She takes the whip, throws it idiot? in the pool. <laughs> uh, how dare you? Uh, that's your only... Your character stinks. That's your only... <laughs> Dude, it's so funny because I had this conversation. This is a terrible... Joe's like, why aren't you doing your cool spells? And he looks over and he's like, oh. <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking about like a month or two ago where I was like, Froden Whip sucks. Yeah, it was, what is this? it was a flavor thing. I've been meaning to retrain it. We just haven't had any downtime. When you said you were going to do that, I was like, yes. <laughs> Stupid. All right, well, now I'm going to cast Searing Light on you. Are you really? Yup. Because that's two actions. Yeah. And you have to interact action with the bean to do the whip. Oh, I gotta interact with the bean, bro. And then you attack. I gotta interact with the bean, bro. So I have to interact and then strike as and two different actions? Attack. You win this round, Suki. With my stupid bean. <laughs> Nobody knows how to flick my bean, wait. Yikes. <laughs> In humor, there is truth. <laughs> is it my turn? She cowers. The, um, the shadow cowers away from, you after, away from you after another unsatisfied evening. <laughs> it is now real Atticus's turn. Come He's, on, Atticus! Come on! He's in bad shape. This is the end. This the is the final end. act of Atticus. And of course, it will be terrible. <laughs> I need you all to pick up the pace. <laughs> I don't know, I don't think you appreciate what's happening here. I do. It's 10:04. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Uh okay. Well, I guess for a final act, it would be best to unleash everything you have. Yes. Even though it will fail. Probably. Atticus will begin casting a spell of great power as disturbing the sands of this desert oasis. An otherworldly cold begins to gather in front of him. Oh, shit. Oh. But I have to roll a flat check because I'm stupefied. Oh, shit. I'm just going to do it now. Come on. Come on. Come on, Atticus. Don't... Don't go out with a whimper. Natural one. And fucking five years of playing a character in every great city in America. <laughs> 
ends with a natural one. As the cold fizzles in front of him, and he loses his cone of cold, the most powerful spell in his repertoire. Oh my god. Oh, because of this horrible game. Can we tell the story from the flight? There's no time. There's no time. There's no time, Kate. This is his 10th natural one of the weekend, that's all I'll say. Basically. Um, He'll try to not go out like that. Oh, brutal. Because this is it. Last march of the ends. He will cast with his final action a single magic missile at himself. (laughs) And he does cast that. Uh, so he will hit himself with max damage. Five points of damage. (laughs) And then 2d8 persistent negative damage, if if you please. I will, please. Would you like to roll your flat check? Twelve points. So ridiculous. Roll two for her. Twelve for me. He had four hit points left. So he is dying. Atticus falls to dying one. Flat check on the persistent negative damage. You need to. Fail. Oh, God. You hate to see it. Suki. Rick. Um, I was, I really wanted to heal Atticus, but I think I need to do... (laughs) What is the next thing that's going to come out of your mouth? What could possibly be the next thing that comes out of your mouth? I was going to use a damage spell in a line to hit fake Atticus and fake Suki. But, wait, you said I was going to... I can't do both. Right. So I either heal you or I do damage. And one seems You might survive another round. That is true. That is true. What? I will definitely survive another round. Right, that's what I'm saying. So if I hit them, at least I can knock them out. Yeah, exactly. I still have the heal spell. I'm not wasting it on anyone else. Suki's going to move. Slides over. uh, To get within a line. But what if you die this round? Well, c'est la vie, baby. (laughs) Uh, Suki's going to get in formation to hit fake Suki and Atticus with <laughs> hydraulic torrent, bitch. Yeah. yeah. How about a taste of your own medicine, oh, uh, You have to make a fortitude save, please. Fortitude save. Uh, that is a 31 and a 24. 24 fails. Okay. That was Atticus. So that is going to be... That is 86, 32... Plus, knocked back five feet of crit failure, it wasn't. All right, so 32 points of damage. 32 to and Atticus, then and then half, half to, to fake Suki. To fake Suki. All right. That's the end of my turn. It's a hell of a turn. Hell of a turn, Suki. It is now Aldo's turn. All right, Aldo is, like, he's used to desperation of the situation, and the server's picking up the checks. <laughs> and uh, he's gonna throw a uh, another bottle of lightning at fake Atticus. 
That is a 28 to hit. That is a hit. Oh, that'll hit that crappy character. Nice work. Oh, sweet. Okay, that is 16 points of damage. Flat-footed. Oh, he's not flat-footed. He's down. He should be the first to go. One down. Okay. And uh, he is going to spend his last action to throw a blight bomb at himself. Oh, yes. Uh, That is a 30 to hit. 30 to hit is a hit. Okay. Uh, That is... Okay, that is 11 points of poison damage. Okay. And they have uh, 2d6 or 2d4 persistent poison damage as well. Okay. Okay. And that was it. All right, did I take the persistent fire damage? I don't think I did. Uh, I don't think you did. I didn't take it on my turn. That's that's two points of damage. Two points of persistent. And then the flat check. Gotcha. Okay. Um... Still on fire. Okay. Nice. Um, awesome. Okay. All right. Great. Eris. Hey. So. Hey. <laughs> Eris, you got messed up by yourself. Yeah, I'm not feeling great, so I'm not confident and just like pummeling for damage and not helping myself. And I'm surrounded by ghosts of everyone else. So I'm gonna cast mirror image on myself. Nice. First of all. Okay. Um. And second of all, I'm also going to cast Needle of Vengeance against fake me towards real me. Okay. So if you Ooh. hit me again, if you hit me one more time or two or three or whatever, you're getting damaged. Okay. Needle of Vengeance. Yeah. Do I have to roll anything? Do you have to roll anything? Against Needle of Vengeance. Can you roll a basic will save? Okay. Uh, natural two. Oh! For a uh, 16. Okay, it doesn't give me any description, so I'm assuming if you fail, that means that the spell goes through, versus if you pass, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, that's a basic save. Yeah, yeah. Well, basic save means it would take double damage from your Needle of Vengeance. It says basic fail. It's gotta be a critical fail, right? Yeah, that is a critical fail. Yeah. It is a critical fail, yeah. Yeah. All right, so double damage. Amazing! So it takes two mental damage anytime it uses a hostile action. So it would be... Well, it, it takes ten mental damage. Ten, so it'll be twenty. It's, it takes twenty, right? Yeah, it'll yeah, take twenty. 20. Okay, that's okay. Uh, pretty good. Dang Anything it. else? Urs? Um, nope, that's all my actions. Round three. You notice at this point, uh, Abdul Al-Hazred, the mad poet, has simply walked back into his house. I know, this guy, I was like, I want to spend a seek action just looking at this dude. <laughs> like, come on, man! See ya! Tiny Murder Clown, we need a big round out of you, buddy. Okay, Tiny Murder Clown pulls back his fist as if to punch himself again, and then out of the corner of his eye, he, he sees Atticus in his difficult condition. <laughs> and he says, mm, I can only lose so many friends! can't even lose the rats! And he's gonna move. <laughs> First action to Atticus's side. Section a- second action is taking out the potion or the elixir that Aldo gave him. Oh! Wait for it. 
third action, pour that fucker in his mouth. Wow. Uh, that is going to be uh, 29 points of healing for you. Wow! wow. And if I can't, as a free what? action, I whisper to Atticus, I'll always be there for you. But <laughs> <laughs> it should forever change. No. You tiny murder clown. I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, all right, it's fake. Fake Aldo's turn. Fake Aldo is going to start throwing some bombs, but he's still confused. He's on fire. There's a lot going on. Uh, so praise Orphonio. Praise Orphonio. Praise Orphonio. The first bomb is going at Fake Tiny Murder Clown. Uh, so this is going to be a. Uh, we'll make it an acid flask, moderate, and that is a natural twenty. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry about... I'm just going to do double damage to keep things moving. So that is uh, 2d6. So uh, 2d6 times 2 damage. Okay, so he's going to take 14 points of damage there. Nice. Nice. Second action is going to be another bomb. This one is also at Fake Tiny Murder Club. Yeah! Uh, This will be a blight bomb. Uh, Multiple attack penalty. That is a miss. And then the third action, I'm just going to keep throwing bombs. This one is at Fake Eris. Yeah. Uh, nat 3, so misses on that All right. one. Splash uh, and damage now he's both of them. Oh, yeah, splash damage. Yeah. So it's four points of splash? Uh, yeah. Okay. Razor Fonio, curses be her name. Praise Orphonio. Uh, all right, now he's going to take the persistent fire and the persistent acid, or poison, rather. Uh, poison rolled. damage. I rolled a seven and a four on the flat checks. All right, that is seven points of poison damage. Okay. And two points of fire. Two points of fire. Okay, very good. And now it's got these so many guys. <laughs> credit's a Troy, by the way. Like, it's hard enough to keep track yes. of your own character's abilities. <laughs> Much less everyone's character's abilities. Very nice. It's a nightmare scenario for a GM. It's a nightmare scenario. It's uh, thankfully fake Atticus is as shitty as real Atticus, so he's dead. Uh, he makes it easy on you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, fake tiny murder clown's turn. Fake tiny murder clown will use two stride actions to go up to real tiny murder clown. No, oh, leave me alone! <laughs> what did I ever do to you? Except for everything. Yes. (laughs) He's going to... Oh, I wish I had more actions. You've got some cool abilities. But instead, he's just going to do one single fist. And it's a 32 to hit. That's a hit. Ooh. Oh, God damn, that hurts. (laughs) Is this what everyone else feels? That is going to be... Wow. I would never roll this damage against Joe. It's only 13 points of damage. Just punches you right in the nuts. Honestly, it's not that bad. <laughs> and now it is uh, Fake Eris's turn. Fake Eris just looks at you and she's mad because her little poppet's gone. First action, she draws a kukri. Hit me, bitch. And then with the second. <laughs> second Hit me with the piercing weapon, I she hear She goes you. to strike. 
natural 20. Oh, no. And takes 20 points of damage. (laughs) Immediately takes 20 points of damage. Rocks over here for the valley. However, you will take... How much damage does your cougar do? Only 1d6, right? Mirror image. Oh, yeah, mirror image, first of all. Oh. Thank you, audience. Oh, mirror image. Okay, how many images do you have? Um, hold on. Three. Okay. So what do I roll? D4? And you tell me what happens? Yes. Okay, please. Where's my D4? One, one on a D4 is a hit. One on a D4 is a hit. I rolled a one. Such a liar. I actually did. I rolled a little tiny one. But you only do 1d6 damage with your kukri. That's not very good. That's why I don't do any of that. On a crit, you take two points of damage. Okay, also, also, You've taken all our powers away. Make a fortitude save, you weirdo. What? I'm you! Yeah, but my wound yawns open disgustingly. I rolled a natural two. What? I assume that is going to be a critical fail. What's your DC? Uh, 27. That's a critical failure. Nice. Nice. You're sickened too. Yes! By the sight of me. Sickened too. By the sight of yourself. You're sickened too. But you hear me? Sickened too. All right. Man. Also, you take 20 points of mental damage. I took the 20 points of mental damage. (laughs) What the hell they put in that drink? All right. She's going to... Hey, you can't cast any spells. She's useless. I'm going to cry. Just gonna cry. Uh, she's going to try and strike out again with the kukri, and she misses. And then she's just um, going to drown herself. But listen, I think because you attempted to hit me, you still take the damage. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, hostile action. Whenever you try to attack the specifically forbidden creature, me, you take the damage. Another 20 points of damage. (laughs) Boom. Well, just because you guys are terrible, she'll go to attack you again. And she misses and takes another 20 points. (laughs) 60 points of damage? I know, amazing. (laughs) Spake Suki's turn. Please kill some more of these. Get on it, man. Fake Suki. What are you going to do? Command Pepsi and add another character to the board? No. I... I am so limited by this character's piece. <laughs> he doesn't know how to play Druid. It's it just... looks like it was made by someone who's never played. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brutal. Brutal. <laughs> now I'm going to cast Searing Light, motherfucker. Be a ranged spell, John. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me roll that. Where's my thing? Right spell here. attack. Yep. That is going to be a 26. Dead hit. Dead hits. Searing light. Awesome. Let me just check one of my 70 tabs I have open. Alright, so you failed, right? Yes. Well, you That's hit. a hit, rather. Success. Target takes full damage. That's going to be 5d6. Fire wait, damage. Wait, wait. Are you a fiend or undead? No, but wait. Is it a DC or is it a spell attack? Is it's it a DC? spell attack. It's a spell yeah, attack. Okay. There's no DC. Yeah. So All right, so you take 5d6 damage. Okay. 
Unless you're a fiend, you'll take more. I'm not. Are you a fiend? I'm a nice lady. 20 points <laughs> of searing light fire damage. You burn! Okay. And then she slides right up to you and she smiles and she says, Where's our sister? Ooh. How do you like that? I made her feel. Atticus, you are back from the dead. You still have persistent negative anti-damage and you're proud. Suddenly back from the dead, still having persistent negative energy damage. He has no idea who on the battlefield is hurt the most. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Who to unleash? So, uh, tiny murder clown. Open his eyes. Tiny murder clown. That's me. I saved your life. Uh, and God, he will try to save tiny murder clown. I have very little kind. damage. So laying on his back, he just starts like violently like casting from his back. He's like, uh, and I will roll a flat check, and I roll a natural one. It's, she's, it's you get your money. That's the end of his round. That is, that was a three action casting of magic missile heightened to third level. Can I give Joe my bottle cap? And it is lost. You want to give Joe your bottle cap? Oh, wow. Yeah, I do. I do. I'm going to allow it because it's so sad. It's I don't so sad. sad. Yeah, you can give it back. Some of these people only get to see you fail once a year in person. So wait, 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 wait. Tonight. In what session has Joe only failed once? <laughs> I've been all right lately. This is I want you to roll again. Do you want it? Yeah, take it. Take and it. I take want it. you to fail again. Like For no one else. <laughs> For Tiny Murder. Uh, come on. Come on. He may be. Natural one. I... What is happening? I, I didn't believe in luck until I met you. Wait. Wait, we have to keep going. Skid, you have two bottle caps. Do you want to give one? I see. I need those bottle caps. No, no. No, I'll give you one of my two bottle caps. Roll the What? <laughs> this is a win-win for me, honestly. Statistically. You're so, so sad. Oh, it's so. If you roll another natural one, it's gonna make me believe in God. I'm gonna clear the stage. Fail, natural five. I'm gonna give you my other bottle cap. This is the worst gambling fucking. <laughs> this is the worst you bet in the history of gambling. Yeah, you're basically an enabler at this point. <laughs> this is so preposterous. <laughs> that was probably a nat 20. And embarrassing. Oh, please, please, come please, on, please come save on. my atheism. Come on! Natty 17. There we go.
Corneo. Despite all his attempts, something in the universe focuses his dumb, stupid mind. It's Orphonio! It's Orphonio and the power of Arabic! Yes! yes. <laughs> That's what it is. And he now speaks Arabic. I yeah, think. he does. Uh, that is 21 points of damage to Tiny Murder Clown as he is hit with six magic missiles. <laughs> Tiny Murder Clown's double. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Joe. It was very confusing in the melee. I was laying on my back. I didn't know. 21 points of damage to Tiny Murder Clown, and it only cost five bottle caps. (laughs) Amazing. But, hey, on the upside, I'm no longer frightened. (laughs) But now you need to take 2d8 persistent. Right, God. Uh, all right, you take five points. All right, that's not too bad. You can check Sony, natural four. <laughs> We're right back. Right back. Okay, it is Suki's turn. Suki, we need a big one. Uh, Suki is going to cast <laughs> lightning bolt at fake Suki. Uh, it's a 120-foot line. Yeah. Uh, and after Suki asks... And you will hit Tiny Murder Clown. Yes. Yeah, yes. the other one, yeah. It's the yeah. double. Big, fake Tiny Murder Clown. Tiny Murder Clown's double. Double, not Tiny Murder Clown, the first one. Okay. Uh, and after Suki, fake Suki says, who, uh, what did she say? Who killed your sister? Where's our Where's sister? Where's our sister? Suki says, you killed her. And she fires the lightning bolt. Okay. So that's a reflex, reflex save. I don't know why I'm rolling. What are you rolling? Reflex yeah. save. Okay. Uh, Suki rolled a natural one. Oh! Yeah! I mean, this is the shittiest we've rolled as a company since the inception of the night. Holy shit. Uh, all right, I'm going to roll like a new die I got the other night in L.A. Uh, this is going to be for uh, Tiny Murder Clown. That's a natty 18, so it's probably a critical success. Yeah. yeah. He's got high reflex. And also, it's literally a critical success because of my feats. Ah, okay. Sorry. So, <laughs> Murder Clown takes no damage, yeah. and Suki takes 66 points oh! of damage. Wow, damn In the moment that you strike her with this lightning bolt, you see your sister's reflection as the light goes out of her eyes and the reflection dies. Nicely done, Sydney! Two down! Three to go! needs to happen quickly. Uh, And then, as my second action, I will cast Guidance on Aldo. Yeah, and then it's Aldo's turn. Alright, Aldo is going to throw a, uh, uh, a, uh, a, uh, um... Was fired himself. He's broken. He's broken. <laughs> oh, uh, that that is a that is a thirty-four to hit. To hit. Thirty-four while flat-footed is a critical hit. Oh! Yeah! Oh man, uh, that is thirty-two points of fire damage. Wow! Kaboom! Okay. All right. Uh, and then he has uh, then well he still has the force. Okay. All right. And then he is going to throw a acid acid thing at him. An acid, the old acid thing. Uh, 27 to hit. 27 to hit. Nice. Right. Woo. Finish uh, him off. 
Okay, that is five points of acid damage, and then he's going to take 2d6 persistent after No, that. he is not. No, he will not! Because he is dead! Yeah, baby! Awesome. All right, and then he's going to uh, throw a Hail Mary and throw a... Light bomb at the double of Tiny Murder Clown. Okay. If you miss, it'll be like Russell Wilson. <laughs> Will. Oh, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> that hurt you and them. <laughs> Alright. That is a 19 to hit. 19 is a miss. Okay, so that's four points of splash damage. Four points of splash. Boom, Eris. Just, just on him. You're on fire. What do you got? It's so, Figarish tries to cut me, nicks me a little bit, <laughs> whatever, but I gape open and I see Figarish, like, become sickened of me. Yep. And I look at her and I'm like, you're not me. Um, make a will save. Ooh. What did you say? Make a will save. Will save, and I'm frightened too, right? Or am I sickened too? You're sick. Sickened, definitely. Alright, sickened, too. Let me just see. You're sickened, definitely. 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 Totally. Take a status penalty equal to the value on my checks and D6. I rolled a natural two. That oh might my be god. Oh. Well, hold on. That, oh god, what's sickened? So, what does that mean? Uh, what is your DC? 27. That is a critical fail. Yes! The target is so afraid it might die. Oh, you have to make Wait, what is CC? Oh. oh, what do you oh, see? Yeah, the greatest fear. Yeah. Horrifying thing. She could possibly what is the greatest fear? My Those dice people tray. that we saw die in my like flashback are like, like being mean to you. <laughs> like, I don't know Whoa. what they're doing, but like... You are not gonna date that boy! Yeah, they're just like... <laughs> Alive, and you're small, and they're yelling at you, making you feel bad. You're showing too much cleavage. We can see your entire neck mouth. You're like, you're just like, I'm never gonna get out of this, am I? I'm too small to like live on my own, and it's so helpless. And you just feel like a pit of despair. You're never gonna be able to get out. Wow. You're making yeah. me like sad to be a You know what I mean? What's the worst? Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's, there's one way out. So okay. she sees she yeah. sees years and years of abuse at the hand of her uh, at the hands of her parents. It now must attempt a disillusion. She succumbs to that abuse. And it kills her. Instantly. If you make a fortitude say the bad I celebrate a little too early, I swear we'll to God. Deal with it. We'll unpack that after the show. <laughs> If it fails, it dies. If it succeeds, it takes 12d6 mental damage and it runs away. Alright, here comes the fortitude save. I kind of hope it fails because it's a cool moment, but I live and die by the dice. Here we go. That is going to be a 26. You fail! You die! Player 
can go a lifetime and never see Phantasm Killer actually kill someone. I can't believe a 26 failed. Yeah. Uh, I think she would have failed from the mental damage anyways, but it's much more powerful to have her see all of that and then perish. There is one shadow left. Do you have any turns? I think you have an action left. I have one more action left, um, and I guess I'll pew a magic missile over to Tiny Murder Clan. Yeah, there you go. Let's double. Just I'll pew a magic missile. Your double, yeah. My double, yeah, yeah. Okay, just one? Uh, well, I got every point. Yeah, but I, I can only do one Three points action, so three of points. damage to Tiny Murder The last standing. Illusion. Guys, it's the top of round four. There is one reflection left. Abdul Alhazred, the mad poet, has disappeared into his cabin. What do you do, Tiny Murder Club? I look at my double, and then I go, well, it figures it'd be the last. <laughs> and then I uh, flurry and blows it. Wait, can I rephrase that? I'm going to use flurry and blow... Wait, I'm just going to hand it up on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first one is a... Uh, <laughs> 35... That is a hit. Second one is a uh, 22. That is a miss. Which is a miss, I know. Damn it! Yet to hit with that. uh, Third uh, natural 20. Oh! Yeah! So it's 30. Give me the first damage, and then uh, let's do a fan crit for the final hit. It's also got to make a DC 27 fortitude save because I hit it with a flurry of blows, so it needs to be stunned, maybe? Calm down, dude. No, come on, come on. Just do it, Troy. Do it. Come on. Okay, uh, so, uh, hold on. Let's see here. Five. Got a good one. Plus, uh, 19 points of damage. 19 for the first attack. All right, now, Joe, give me that fan crit. All right, this one from Chase in Cedro Woolley, Washington. Is he here? Awesome. Yes, Chase. This one's called Bloodshot. Whether from your follow-through or pulling your weapon back. Your hands. Yeah. Your gruesome hit flings blood and gore <laughs> into the eyes of you and near onlookers. Wait, what? <laughs> Chase, what the fuck? Oh, this, this is a fumble. God damn it. You can't even do that right. Joe. We love you, Chase. We love you, Chase. Pick up now it's one. broken. Just do double damage. God damn it. It really did break. Reload the, broke. Reload the web page. Or I lost internet in the venue. One or the other. Wait, oh wait, wait, wait. Well, let's give it one more shot. It's over. Please give it one more shot. God's sake! I mean, it's not terrible. Have you tried turning it on and off again? Try did blowing you, into the blow floppy into drive. The cartridge. Just blow into the floppy drive! It's like a Nintendo cartridge. Oh boy. Uh, what about Alexander from Seattle, Washington? There could be no, 10 right. Alexanders. <laughs> <laughs> you had to work tonight. Yeah. <laughs> RNG says take the wheel. <laughs> Skill and determination have brought you to the moment where you find an opening in your opponent's defenses. Now it's up to chance to see how your true strike will land. Treat this attack as having the fatal D12 trait. If this weapon has the fatal D already has the D12 trait, blah blah blah. Yeah, so fatal D12 trait. So to double your the damage hand. and add a D12. No. 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 Your, your damage turn dice change to D12. That's cool. Oh, <laughs> That's pretty good, because I get four of them. Uh, D12. <laughs> this is all. Skid seemed impressive. It's a lot of fanfare. A lot of eyebrow raising. Who? Uh, 27 points. He had 14 hit points. Oh, yeah!
Flexen Falls. Oh, the most delicious oh. soul of all is your own. <laughs> As the last dream of Flexen falls to the ground and seeps its way back to the pool, wherever it perished, that water it just turns into water. It sort of leaks back into the pool. And and, and the memories are throughout this whole fight, I, I, I should have mentioned, like the memories are keep coming back, but you're so focused on the fight that you can't take this all in. If you missed, perhaps it's because you were distracted by these memories entering your mind. And now that the fight is over and you have a moment to breathe, you're just hit by them again. This is like deluge of memories. And then all of a sudden, all of you hear at the exact same time this bizarre series of clicks and high-pitched hoots intermixed with crackling mechanical static as all of a sudden all of your memories are replaced with an image of a faraway desert city and then the the cacophony settles and you realize that all these hoots and crackling are actually a language from another world and somehow inexplicably you all understand it Again, you're flashed with these memories of Lowell's drowning you in the Mad Poet's Dreamlands oasis, being led through the receiving doors of Briarstone Asylum in a catatonic state, waking in the asylum's basement, and all of these images and sounds coalesce into a sudden shout of, Wake up! Just like you heard in episode one. Yes. And as this mental sensation begins to fade from your startled minds, all of you, even those who weren't in Briarstone Asylum, hear a strange voice that overlays the clicks and static that says, You are now free. But to remain so, you must find me. And that's the end of book three. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct. 
murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.